Hello and welcome to February's episode of Anthony's Nursing Podcast. Today I'm joined by Chloe Ahern. We've done a previous podcast together, but today we are discussing the importance of reflective practice for nurses. Thanks for joining me today, Chloe. How are you? Hi, Anthony. Um, I'm good, thank you. Hope you are well also. I'm good, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. No, no problem. Um, So, let's start off. Um, Since qualifying last year, how important have you found reflecting? Um, And have have you actually had much time to do it because of uh, what's been going on recently? Um, I would say you don't really get much time to have you know like get chance to write it down as such Mm -hmm. um you're usually knackered by the end of a 12 and a half hour shift especially if you've done quite a few in a row um but definitely reflecting um just personally in your head or just having that one-to-one time with a colleague or um somebody that is in our profession um I've definitely been able to do that and I found it really worthwhile, yeah. especially with COVID and everything. Yeah, definitely. I bet, yeah. I was, that moves me on to the next question, really. Like, during COVID, have you felt it has benefited you to reflect more, even if just verbally with with family or colleagues, about what's, what's been going on? Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I definitely believe my experiences on my own ward and banking and being redeployed um, have benefited me and made me a better nurse. Um, But there has been some tough times where even good experiences, I've just needed to reflect on at times. And I have done more verbal reflection. Um, My mum is a nurse and she's worked all throughout covid um also so we've been having regular chats over the phone and whatsapp video call trying to just reflect and be a support network for each other even though obviously we're so far away from each other that we can't see each other because of lockdown and Mm. we've got to keep ourselves safe and our patients safe yeah, definitely. That I've been doing that same, to be honest, with my mum because she's a nurse. Um, but it, she's not. She's working like as a manager, um, in a she runs a charity in Preston. Um, but obviously wow. she, yeah, she's faced challenges different. So we've kind of helped each other out, even though she's obviously a lot more experienced than me. But we kind of spoke about things, and it's good, isn't it, to have someone who understands you and has been there and done it what you're going through and and things absolutely especially with us being I know you're further into qualifying but we're so new to the role as opposed to our parents um they can relate to how we were we're feeling and to have a pandemic on top of that it's just good to reflect and be able to speak to somebody that obviously knows what you're going through yeah it is definitely yeah yeah and just get their point of view and you can give your opinion and it's good and it just to get it off your chest as well yeah definitely do you reflect after a day at work 
even I do, further yeah. yeah. Um so I find really um because I've got like a half an hour drive to work and back home, I find myself really just reflecting in my car on the way home to myself really. Sounds a bit sad, but um yeah, no, I, just... I think that's a good idea to be fair. I, I do mm. the same. I try and put my music on, just tune out and just obviously concentrate on the road. But yeah, um, yeah just think about the day's goings on because otherwise it's just festering in your head, isn't it? It is, yeah. And you don't want to be taking stuff home if you can help it, do you really? I know we're, we're human and we do, but if you can kind of get it out and then not feel too bad when you get home after a bad shift or whatever it's it's a lot better isn't it sleep better and things like that yeah definitely because I mean your wife and my fella he he obviously knows when um I've had a bad day because he can tell as I'm sure your wife can um so if you can try and reflect before you get home sometimes it it makes you feel better but it kind of like stops them from worrying as much as because they are only seeing like what's on the news and what yeah you know seeing our faces as we come through the door Mm, yeah exactly yeah 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 and my wife like your fellow was probably know that you've had a bad day and uh, I remember one time when I was at my previous job I looked after a young lady for a long time and it was quite an emotional um roller coaster with her really um and when she did die, um, it was one of them, like, obviously with my job, I see a lot of death and I can't, I, I've got ways of dealing with it and stuff and you, you don't get used to it, but you just find ways of coping better with it, I suppose. And um, when she died, obviously, because I knew she wanted to, you know, I was happy that she had, but I think it was a situation really. And for the first time, probably ever, because I never cry. Like, um, my wife always says it's like getting blood out of a stone with me. But um, I just come home and I, I cried my eyes out about her. And, you know, that's quite a big thing for me to admit, really. Um, but we just spoke about it and got it completely out. And then I was absolutely fine the next day, you know, ready to to move on but obviously she'll always be in my mind she's one of them patients who who stays with you but even if you know you need to have a good cry with your partner or whatever I think it really helps doesn't it yeah definitely I mean we've all got those patients that we remember um and even after reflection they stay with you don't they and um I I'm quite a closed book like I don't I don't cry at anything really yeah um and since covid there's been a couple of times where I've come home and I've just been sat there thinking and it all just comes flooding back and you just have a few moments to yourself where you just have to you know cry and just let it out and yeah. It's not. It's not. Not. It's not like me that, and um, I know Benjamin has picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a natural thing at the moment, isn't it? Like, 
everyone struggling in their own way and we're only human at the end of the day people keep referring to us as superheroes and that you know because we see it on a daily basis we we should I don't know be like stone and we're not um and that's the importance of reflection Mm. that you know to keep your mind sane you you need it you need I think it's so important for all members of the multidisciplinary team anyone that works in our profession or even other professions it's so worthwhile yeah of course it is yeah that was the first thing my mum drilled into me when I changed my career into care she said you must reflect on things because otherwise things will build up and you won't be able to hack it you know she says you're like a tough person and you'll be able to handle a lot of the job but you have to remember to reflect because otherwise things build up and you know you're not telling anyone and and eventually they'll come back on you and bite you you know and you'll you'll really struggle going to work mm-hmm. if you don't do things like that so from from my first day really of working in a residential home I've always gone home and reflected and even you know just to myself like I do now and or speak to someone about it it definitely helps doesn't it yeah definitely your mum's absolutely right um just taking just five minutes just to even if it's just with a colleague that has been with you throughout that day I did the same this week I had a tough shift and um I went asking my team are you all right and me and a HCA who was amazing um Mm. but she she were upset and she just wanted five minutes and we just had a couple of minutes chatting and she she thought it was worthwhile and I said it is honestly you don't want as much as you do take things home with you you don't want to be um taking so much home with you that it builds up and festers that potentially it's going to cause you harm yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's one of the first things I always say to any students who I'm mentoring or working with. Like, if you need five, ten minutes, you don't need to explain. Just just go off the ward, go to the toilet, you know, have some time to think about things, have a cry if you need to. Like, perfectly natural, you know. It'll be, you know, you won't be human if you didn't do it. And I always encourage that and, and always say to them, you know, go and reflect at the end of the day because, you know, some things what what have happened today you might not come across again and it's really important to have a good think about what's happened and for your own development as well. Yeah, definitely. I think, especially with students, that it's so beneficial and I, I suppose as a student you don't really take it in that, reflection is so key um and I suppose in a way you kind of just think oh it's adding to my workload I've got assignments I've got placement but honestly it's such a beneficial process and I'd be worried if people you know wasn't affected by the things we've seen particularly this year um an ongoing so yeah definitely reflection 
can't drum it into people as much as I could. Like mm. it, I totally agree. It's just yeah, so exactly. needed. Yeah. And did you reflect much when you were a student? I know I did. Like especially, um, there was a couple of placements I really didn't enjoy, um, and I found it even more beneficial then because I think you learn probably more from the bad experiences than the good really um did you write a lot of reflections or did you do verbally or how did you do it as a student yeah yeah I did um I mean we both went to the same uni so yeah um it was probably this a similar process between the cohorts um yeah. but we were I know my cohort we had to do uh, reflective diaries each week yeah. and a significant event for that placement and I always picked um, from a significant event something either good or bad that I'd mm. been involved in um, sometimes you could only really think of a bad experience or something that you would have done differently because mm. when you're reflecting you don't realize that you can actually reflect on something that's good and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with like yeah. they don't realize that actually you can reflect on anything yeah, um, that has you know made you feel something or mm -hmm. um, just made you think mm -hmm. um, and it it does help with processing a situation yeah. um but yeah, we definitely did a lot of written reflection for our PDP. Yeah. And also, like I said before, I would ring my mum up and I'd just be um, chatting to my mum and say, oh, I've done such a thing today or I've been involved in this and, yeah, you know, have a natter and yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be the same with my mum, like, because I lived at home then and I'd go home and we'd sit in the study, you know, for hours just talking about stuff, good and bad. It really, it really did help me and really helped me probably become, you know, a good nurse and and really think about things and how how things affect you and how things affect other people, um, you know, all around kind of reflection, really. Do you find um, reflection an easy process? Because I know, I think a lot of people shy away from it because it can be difficult, you know, unlocking those feelings or um, thinking about that situation again when potentially you've tried to bury it um, yeah. after a long shift. Yeah. I think I do really because I think I'm quite a reflective person. So like when I was growing up, um, you know, I'd I'd get into trouble a bit and mess about a bit. But when I was in certain situations, I'd always be thinking, if I were to do that, then this would happen to me, and I don't want that yeah. to happen. And it looked bad on my mum and dad. It looked bad on me. Won't help me in the future. Things like that. And I believe the way I've been brought up by my mum and dad always helped me when I was younger not to go completely off the rails um, and always think about how, the impact of, you know, what 
it have on me for my future, my mum and dad, you know, their reputation and things like that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I can totally relate to that. Um, yeah. The way my mum and dad brought me up, my mum especially. Um, and I think just obviously our parents being nurses will have probably contributed to that as well. Um, that you're constantly evaluating a situation and yeah. um, reflecting and potentially you, before you do something, you're already thinking of the consequences and how things can go yeah. wrong and how things yeah. would benefit you if you did something, but yeah. equally, well, what happens if I do that? And then, oh, God forbid, if this happens and you, you think yeah. all sorts, don't you? And I think that is a good mentality mm. for a nurse because yeah. you're seeing different paths which could arise because of something you're going to do yeah. or be involved in yeah exactly yeah yeah I always remember a situation when I was at school I was in year seven and my dad actually worked at the same school and this lad in my year had been giving me a bit of a hard time because I was quite quiet at school and probably a bit of an easy target but um we ended up getting into a bit of a scrap on the field one dinner time and we were going at it like you do and then I just stepped back and thought my dad's going to see this and he's going to hear about it and it's on him how does it make him look and obviously I was only about 11 at the time and I thought no and I just said to the other lad I don't want to embarrass my dad and I, and I just walked off from it and we actually ended up being best mates at school by the end of year 11 but um oh, yeah, wow. it's always, yeah it's always thinking about consequences isn't it and like definitely you know, if you don't do something when you're on shift how will that impact on the next person coming onto the shift or whatever or you know if you if you forget to get someone a cup of tea they've asked for you know and you suddenly remember it always go and get it because then you think oh that they must be really thirsty and they obviously needed it. And just simple things like that, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it ties into, obviously, teamwork. And, you know, it, if you're constantly evaluating, well, if I don't do this, then the night shift or the day shift that are following yeah. me are going to have a harder time because they've got to do my job as well as their own. And, um, yeah, you, you constantly... It ties into so many different aspects of the job oh, yeah. um, and I suppose we don't realise it until you're actually reflecting how ironic is that yeah yeah it's very true yeah yeah so um, I know you've you went into nursing and you did quite a lot of kind of care jobs before doing your training but did you ever do any reflecting in, in previous jobs what you had? Yeah, I did. Um, I've always, like I said before, I've always tried to reflect on situations. And my yeah. mum kind of instilled it in me. Um, so, yeah, whatever job I've had, um, like I say, I've done quite a few care roles um, in different establishments. And... Mm. 
um, as a student, um, I kind of like quite early on learned the importance of reflecting um, and therefore I always tried at the end of a shift or even a few days after, you know, if you're absolutely shattered after a few days or nights on, um, just take that time out, you know, when you're off shift or next time you see that colleague that um, you've not seen since that shift, you know, Mm -hmm. just ask how you're doing and definitely it's yeah it's really worthwhile yeah so I've always really done it would you did you uh reflect at all um especially in your previous job as a decorator um or in general day-to-day life you know because you were working on your own most Mm. of the time would you reflect on a job or yeah, so when I was self-employed, yeah, I obviously had a lot of thinking time as long as singing to the radio. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I did. I thought about stuff and upcoming jobs and things like that, but I never really, when I was an apprentice, when I left school, um, I had quite a, a bad three years, really, in terms of the way I was treated by my two bosses. Um and they basically knocked out a lot of confidence. Well, all the confidence I had really was knocked out of me by the end of the three years because it basically drilled into me and this other lad that we were no good. We we're never going to achieve anything in our lives kind of thing. And it was That's a constant. So I know. It was a constant. Every day for three years, I can't remember a day where I didn't get a telling off for something. And and most of them, you knew it was just made up just to get you in the office and have that power over you to say you were no good and everything. But um, I got through it. You know, I told my mum some of it, but not, not a lot of it because I know she probably would have dragged me out of there and I knew how important it was to get through me three years and stick it out and then I'd have that for the rest of my life then kind of thing. But... Um, when she I went would into... really, wouldn't she? Yeah, she would, yeah. Um, but as I've, as I've finished there and did work for myself and then went into care um, and started reflecting more, I was, I've done a lot of thinking about them three years, really, about, you know, looking into why they behaved like that, why they felt they needed to treat two 16-year-old lads like that, you know like what was going through their minds to to think it's it's all right to behave like that and treat someone like that um so yeah it's um yeah unfortunately I've done they've probably got away with it before and thought that you were easy picking and it's wrong um i don't know how any employer can treat people in such disregard at the end of the day it doesn't matter the hierarchy respect all right respect should be earned of course but equally you know respect and just basic humanity should just be a given yeah definitely yeah and actually um when i was um just coming to the end of my training i was on my second to last placement in a and e 
which wasn't my favourite placement. Um, but I actually saw him uh, in A&E with his wife. And obviously, when I was apprentice, he had all the power over me. I was never scared of him, but he could basically say what he wanted to me. So yeah. it makes you a bit nervous, doesn't it? Of but, course. Um, yeah, I saw him in A&E and... I saw him a couple of times and he looked at me and I was thinking, oh, what do I do here? I was shaking. I, I was really nervous, didn't know what to do. And then I thought to myself, come on, grow a pair, go and speak to him. And, and you know, I was leaving Preston to come over here to Leeds soon and I thought, this might just meant to be, meant to happen, you know, go and speak to him and, like, clear the air kind of thing. Um, so... I went over and said hi, you know, and he started speaking to me. And he was saying all sorts to me, like, it's funny how things happen in your life and you start to look at things differently like you haven't before. And it was basically an apology to me, to the way that he treated me without actually saying it. Yeah. Um, and this was like a massive thing for me. It was a massive thing for me just to go over and say hello to him. Um, and we had this conversation and I shook his hand at the end and I walked off, you know, feeling really good about myself, thinking I'll put that one to bed now before I move away. Especially then, given how far you'd come by that point. Yeah, exactly. And then a bit later on, I saw his daughter who also run the, ran the company and um, and she obviously treated me the same during the three years. And um, she started shouting at me in A&E. Um, everyone was looking, didn't know what was going on. Some, from something what happened like a few years ago. And I was just in shock for one, didn't know how really to react. And then I just thought, do you know what? Your study here in your student uniform, you're a third year about to qualify. You've, you've done a degree when you know you've got dyslexia everyone's doubted you so stand up to it and I just said look you, you don't have the power to speak to me like that anymore so don't you dare and I walked off and she just put her head down and I, I was thinking that I went outside and I was shaking and I, I had to ring my mum and stuff but after that I thought that just shows how much I've come on as a person and where she's at, I thought Definitely. I'd left it's that organisation, what, over 10 years ago? And, you know, all about about then. And thought she's obviously still in that same place where she thinks she can speak to people however she wants. And, you know, I've built up the courage and everything and being reflective and being able to stand up to her for one. And, and then think, actually, I do feel sorry for you if you're still in that place, you know. Yeah, um, she's not grown as a person, has she? No. Or as a boss, really. Um, no. But you, it sounds like you dealt with the situation brilliantly. Um, you know, stand up for yourself in a respectful manner and just walk away and just have those five minutes to reflect. Yeah. Yeah, that really, to be honest, it, it put that that bit of my life to bed like I didn't really enjoy my three years I made some a couple of mates from it who I still speak to now but um you know it wasn't the best and 
but I've I got through it and I've come on and come a you know a better person and and I think that experience in A and E was meant to happen really just to just to put that finished and then I could move over here with with that kind of put to bed if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you ever thought about or have you ever written a, a reflective blog or anything about any of your experiences? No, I haven't. Um, it probably would be a good idea, actually, um, just for my own learning and my own development, really. Um, why have y- you? Yeah, I have, yeah. Um, I've started one um, probably the beginning of last year. Um, it was when I was working down the hot end um, at the previous job and I had a bit of time on my hands for a couple of days. I started writing a bit. Um, yeah, I found it really helpful um, with, you know, getting people's responses and feedback Um and seeing, you know, some people said, oh, I felt like that. And you can kind of connect with people in, in that way. Um, but I found it really beneficial. And, you know, obviously, if, you, if you're if you confident enough to put it out there for people to read. Um, but if not, I think, you know, if you just share it with your close family or whatever, I think it, it definitely helped me anyway. Um, I suppose with writing a reflective blog as well, you you've got that target audience of, you know, other people within our profession. Doesn't matter, obviously, the role that they're playing, but obviously they can relate to, obviously, what you're talking about and you get different feedback and different responses, which Mm. in itself will help with your own reflection and development, I suppose. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Something for people to think about, isn't it? And, you know, um, the students as well, um, you know, reflecting on how they're doing and during the training and then other probably other students will be like, oh, yeah, I felt the same and what did you do and stuff like that. I think it's quite good, really, um, if anyone's interested in doing that. Quite easy to set up as well. I was going to say, we've learnt that much um, setting up technology and everything this past year with WhatsApp video calls and everything. Um, I'm sure a reflective blog is nothing. (laughs) I know, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) done all sorts, haven't we? I know. (laughs) So just finally, Chloe, um, what advice would you give to any students or qualified students nurses or any healthcare staff really about reflection I would definitely suggest to do it whilst it's fresh in your mind yeah. uh, whether it's um, the night or the day that you go home or a few days later um, just so that you obviously can remember the sequence of events um, and just get it down on paper or even just verbally get it out there um for all members of staff um i, I think it's worthwhile doing uh, no matter what role um you're in um 
I'd say you can reflect on anything and everything. It doesn't matter yeah. whether it's a good experience or a bad experience. If it's made you think about something or made you feel a particular emotion, it's worth reflecting. Um, yeah. yeah, that's probably what I would suggest to any healthcare professional or student uh, nurse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I'm the same. I just absolutely encourage it at every level, no matter what level you are. You know, if you're staff nurses like us, sisters, ward managers, matrons, whatever, consultants, it's, you know, students, um, anything really, just reflect. reflection is one of the best things you can probably do. And to, like, not just in your work life, but personally as well, it, I think it helps you to grow as a person and think about things more um, and help with your your mental health and things like that as well, really. So definitely one, one to do, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think you only realise the importance of reflection in a way when you've qualified um, yeah. and you've got the keys and you you have your pin and mm. you need to keep yourself sane and you're taking things home more so. Um, yeah. I think you only realise the importance of reflection because, like I said previously, as a student, I suppose you kind of, even though you do it for your PDP and sometimes because you're a reflective person sometimes you think oh, I've not got time I'll, I'll do it tomorrow or you put it on the back burner um, because you think it's another piece of work to do and you've got yeah. your assignments you've got your placement because being a student is so difficult nowadays um, and you face so many challenges um, especially given COVID, um, the students have been absolutely amazing. Yeah, they, um, they they really are the wor- worth the weight in gold. Um, yeah. The opt-in students, and I, I do think any student, especially this year, just reflect, 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 like. It's such a worthwhile process and it can be difficult at times, but it really is worth it. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good way to sum it up. Thanks, Chloe. Um, So thanks for sharing all your experiences. And I know we've both said things what we probably wouldn't do normally on a recording, what people would, loads of people listen to. So I appreciate that. Um, so I've enjoyed this one and I think it's an important subject for us to promote for the student nurses like we've been saying and all qualified and all healthcare staffs really um, especially at the moment with COVID um, so thank you and maybe we could do a, a third podcast sometime we'll have to see <laughs> um, but yeah you take care and uh, we'll speak again soon thank you for joining us Thank you very much for having me and take care. Thanks a lot. Lovely to speak to you. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye.